Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Hey, Tom and Cecil. This is Jeff from Augusta, Maine, and I always wanted to refute something that someone had to say about the clinker last episode. I just came back from the doctors, and I actually have the clinkers. Um, as you know, this is, Pat Robinson was saying, this has to do with a lack of carbohydrate in your diet, just being on the protein and nutrients. This is something I have to be on for the rest of my life. I have to eat potatoes now, okay? This isn't funny. Glory hole. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence, not irrelevance, to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or (laughs) makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mad. There is also no DJ Grothy. He had a personal issue that came up, and he said he was sorry, but he had to reschedule. So he is not going to be on this week. Uh, we hope we're going to get him on in the near future, uh, but he's not here right now. No, he's not. And that you know the personal issue. We, we we told him, look, I've recorded this from the bathroom a number of times. Like it doesn't matter. It's don't be yeah. nothing to be embarrassed about. <laughs> it's it happens to the best of us. Cecil will edit those sounds out. Yeah, it's all good. I edit out. Thousands of farts from Tom, <laughs> as it is. As it is. So there's no. It's not like it's a big deal, you know. I already have like like in one. I have this thing called Sound Soap, and Sound Soap basically just scrubs all the farts and burps out of Tom's. <laughs> I have them like set up already, so it's like it's like a macro. It just runs it, and every time it hears. Although sometimes Tom talks and burps. And it just cuts out completely what he says. Wipes the whole thing. I wish there was a fucking sound soap for my actual life. Where yeah. I could just walk around <laughs> with like a sound soap watch on. It's just like, I'm just gassing all over the place and nobody knows. Uh, Impunity. Oh, they know. <laughs> oh, they, they'd know. They'd know. I'm Raymond Massey, and I have a special message for senior citizens. Today's doctors, drugs, and medical devices truly work medical miracles for young and old alike. But there are some as phony as a $3 bill. Investigate before you invest in health services or products. Help stamp out quackery. Jesus Christ, fucking ABC News, can you give me some more fucking running all the time videos and commercials? Fuck you. Fucking stab ABC News in the heart. This is from ABC News. Much to my chagrin, TV pitchman pleads for mercy. Jailed anyway! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, A federal judge rejected an impassioned plea from a television pitchman for his freedom on Tuesday, 
ordering U.S. Marshals to lock up Kevin Trudeau for failing to pay a $37 million civil judgment. This motherfucker is going to spend some time in jail. And my favorite quote in this whole thing was when he's like, I'm going to be incarcerated and I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) It almost sounds like it should be part of an infomercial, right? Like like if you need a lawyer late at night or something, you'd get that, get Kevin Trudeau telling you how to do it. Actually, he'd try to tell you how to wrongly misrepresent yourself. <laughs> probably what he would try to do. There was some great stuff in this. Now, there's like an 11-minute video that follows this two-minute video. And the thing is 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 what he got jailed for, what they, they fined him all that money for, was he had a like a diet book, right? So it's this diet book that says, hey – uh, you can lose a fucking shit ton of weight. All you have to do is these easy things. One of them is colonics, right? So you got to fucking get enemas and fucking like basically flush your colon out. And then the other thing you have to do is didn't work for him. He's still full of shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he called it. He called. He's like. He said it was easy. This that this program was easy, but basically some of the some of the stuffs was like you had to get down to starvation level with like 500 calories a day. What? And so, so that's they, not even an entire box of donuts. What do you do no, after breakfast? I don't know. <laughs> Holy that's, shit! That's like not even a fucking frappuccino, right? Uh, and he, he's he's saying you know 500 calories a day is is easy. Well, they they said that's not easy, whatever, et cetera. So they basically find him a shit ton of money. Well, then he goes out, and this has been shown by a journalist. The journalist goes out and starts tracking all his money because he gets fined. Then he comes up and he's like, "Well, I don't have the money." And they're like, well, you're fined it. So basically you have to pay it up. He's like, well, yeah, well, I don't have it. Well, they start tracking him down. Well, he's got a million dollar, a couple million dollar hotel, uh, a house somewhere. He's got a, he's driving around in a Bentley. He's got, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars in credit card receipts for the past couple of years. And all that stuff is business related. So it's not his money. He doesn't own it. It's all business related. And it's not his business. The business belongs to his wife. So basically he's channeling all his money through other people. And he has like a fucking like a, a house in Zurich, like a really nice like apartment. Like they show the outside of him. I'm just like, I would fucking punch somebody in the throat for that place. <laughs> and I'm just like, look at him. I'm like, I can't believe that he's, you know, he's he's able to to hide his money like this. And he comes right out to the reporter and basically says, look, I'm not going to that would be stupid if I if I owned anything from this point on. They're just going to take it away. He's like, so I'm not going to do it. And the reporter's like, you know, you can find yourself in jail for that. And he's like, I don't think so. And then they're like, <laughs> yeah, it turns out you're going to jail, you fucking fraudster. You know, I don't I can't believe, you know, this is not the only guy that's tried to get away with this shit. And probably right. There's probably been many, many people that have gotten away with this. But it's like like the way they treat. These white collar criminals in comparison to the fucking like the people who commit, you know, like drug crimes in this country, you know, for like fucking a bag of weed or whatever is ridiculous. The diff- the disparity in justice is just fucking a joke. It, you know, it, it is. And it's it's awesome that this guy's because this isn't the first run in with the law this guy's had. This guy's had multiple run ins with the law. Um, and, you know, if you were to take that same example and say, well, like, let's let's say that this guy got caught selling a dime bag and then he got caught selling a dime bag again. Like what would what would end up to this guy if he got a couple of, you know, minor drug offenses? He'd be spending his life in jail. You know, I mean, he'd be living in fucking jail. Instead, this guy is writing these books. He's defying court orders because, you know, he's been. He's been banned from from doing television ads before, um, 
Because he, he used to have infomercials. That was yeah. his thing for a long time. He had these infomercials that were full of lies. And they were very misleading. He had that book. Then, then he switched from – because they told him, you know, no more infomercials. You can't do that shit. You're, and they fucking fined him a billion dollars or whatever and beat him about the head and neck. And then he switched from there to books because you can write a book about whatever the fuck you want. Like you've got – you know, you've got freedom of speech to write a book about whatever the fuck you want. So he switched to writing books, yeah. which he just – would then go and promote the book on TV. So that was his that was his second angle. Right. That that and that ultimately didn't work out for him either. You know, so this guy is constantly skirting the edge of legality and pushing that boundary in order to fucking fleece the vulnerable. And you know, we got an interesting Facebook comment. I don't know if you saw it where somebody was like, you know, I don't know. I mean, shouldn't people just know better? Like, isn't it his right isn't it his right to just kind of say whatever he wants and, you know, if he's saying untrue or misleading things and, you know, people should know better. They should do some research before they just trust this guy. Um, and the problem that I have with that is this guy is making his living misleading, lying outright. Um, and, and people that are buying these things, people that are buying the natural cures they don't want you to know aren't healthy people that don't need cures. They're people who are sick. They're vulnerable people. They're desperate people. They're people for whom, uh, you know, other options may have run out. They're people who are going to pursue apple cider vinegar instead of chemotherapy. You know, cutting their lives shorter. Um, I mean, look at look at Steve Jobs as an example of somebody who could have survived probably a survivable cancer diagnosis. Chose wackadoo bullshit instead. Let things spread out of control. Tried to switch to Western medicine too late. And ultimately fucking died. It's like these things are not inconsequential. This guy is a bad human being. He's he's the reason protections like this even exist. Right. You know what I mean? Like he like you 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 gotta you gotta look at it in that way. I mean, you know, are people stupid if they send Peter Pop off some money for fucking get out of debt holy water? Yeah, you're probably not all that bright if you think that you're gonna get out of debt from fucking holy water. Uh but at the same time He's lying to people and, and and there should be no protection for him for doing that. It shouldn't be that he's just crafty enough. He's just he's just basically self-selecting the dumbest people to send him stuff. But that doesn't mean that those people deserve to be cheated because right. they're, they're not smart. That's, that's exactly the point, right? Like, oh, you're not – I'm sorry. You're too dumb to be protected by the law. Mm, yeah, great. No, that's that's yeah, that's not a thing. But Kevin Trudeau is basically spending time about four blocks from me right now <laughs> in the really crappy Triangle prison in the middle of downtown Chicago. Maybe he'll do and I kind of want to go in and see if I could visit him oh, that and was, just be like, "Can I visit Kevin shit. Trudeau?" and just laugh at him maniacally behind the glass <laughs> and then leave. That's kind of what I want to do. What Wait. a douche! I remember he was selling fucking uh, mega memory when I was growing up, and I I remember buying it. Like I I don't know if I bought it or somebody bought it and gave it to me. I don't remember how it went. I'm pretty sure I don't remember buying it. So I think somebody bought it and gave it to me. But all it was was like little tricks to remember things. Like that's all it was. And then there was like these pills that came with it that didn't do anything. Like fucking <laughs> sugar pills. He's like they increase your memories. They're memory pills. They're made from real memories. <laughs> you just got to remember to take them. Like, just wait, like, what? <laughs> we harvest these from the dreams of children. That's <laughs> the tears of virgins in every yeah. cup. Like, what? You should show up with a uh, with a book in his jail cell. Like, go visit him and just have a book that says, like, escape plans they don't want you to know. <laughs> 
legal defenses they don't uh, want you to know. Way to, get, way to get money for the commissary they don't want you to know. <laughs> Ways yeah. not to get raped they don't want you to know about. The apple cider vinegar cure for incarceration. Yeah. How to how to melt bars with apple cider vinegar. <laughs> melt your way out of prison. How to make friends and influence very large intimidating people. <laughs> you know that 500 calorie a day diet will pay off. If he keeps on doing that, he'll get so thin he'll just pass right through the bar. Right, no issue. It's just, it's just no, no prison will hold him. Goes <laughs> right through. Hello. <laughs> So this story comes from GayStarNews.com. Um, gays would be executed in an ideal world, says UK Islamic leader, whose idea of an ideal world is less than fucking ideal. <laughs> if you're gay yeah, right. or not a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> or just somebody who just doesn't want to see people killed for no reason. Right? Which is most of the people. Yeah. You could even not like gays, I think, and still be a little upset if they kill a gay person. Right. Just like, uh, that's not, like, yeah, I'm that, not really comfortable with that. I don't know. But the I don't punishment think it's fits the crime. Yeah. yeah. Let's just murder them all. Um, but, you know, he, he he did say this um, just exactly said this. You know, it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, I kind of implied it. He didn't just sort of imply this. Like, he just kind of came out and said that. That's exactly what he meant. And then he's like, well, but when I say ideal society, I mean Islamic society, not a Western secular society. Now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, come on now. Not a civil society. <sighs> I mean an Islamic society. Yeah. And I, you know, the other thing, too, is I don't think he's not. He's not talking about gay, all the gays being put to death like at one time. He's just talking about like one or two because he, he went on to say, and I'm quoting from this Gay Star News article. He went on to say that in Saudi Arabia, very, very few hands are chopped off or women are lashed. And the laws are mainly a deterrent. (laughs) Very, very few hands are. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here and just say any hand being chopped off is too many hands being chopped off. Yeah. That just seems like a lot of hands being chopped (laughs) off. Unless you work in like a fucking like a lawnmower factory where they're constantly (laughs) running. Like that's the only like I can't imagine. Having a place where, like, fucking hands are being chopped off. And it's a country doing it. Wait, and, and it says, or women being lashed. Like, oh, it, it's just a deterrent. It's deterrent. A deterrent. The women that are lashed are lashed for being raped. What is that supposed to deter them from doing? <laughs> from being raped, From being Tom. raped, like we talked about last time. Like, <laughs> oh, it's a deterrent. That's that. Yeah. This way they won't just run out and just willy-nilly walk around getting raped, happy as can no. be. No. What? Or, or they're getting, you know, they're getting, uh, they're getting lashed because they, they were, uh, they were found out to be in an adulterous relationship. They weren't married or something like that. They were having sex with someone who was married, right? right. And then they get lashed for it or sure. something like that. I mean, there's there's millions of you know there's 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 millions of ways for them to find out ways to lash them. And here's how they here's how they do it. They just look at the Quran and say, 
we should lash them. And here's a fucking paragraph why we should lash them. That doesn't sound like a good ideal. It, it's the it's the whose line is it anyway? Ju- judicial system. It's where an the rules system. are made up. <laughs> where the rules are the made up and the matter. points don't matter. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's just the lashes are made up and the justice doesn't matter. Yeah, the justice does not matter That's at all. That's what it is. Yeah. How do you defend that? Like, how are you like, oh, we're just, we rarely cut off your hand. I mean, it happens, but not very. Oh, you guys. <laughs> you guys. We're not doing that that much. I mean, just the occasional hand. Come on. They got two. <laughs> you ask a question in class, you just see all these stumps go up in the air. <laughs> Raise your stump. <laughs> Raise your stump. <laughs> uh, not a lot of fisting goes on in that country. <laughs> uh, prosthetics they, here. I got just, prosthetics here. They just stump each other. It's just... <laughs> I could fit my whole stump up there. <laughs> you go to visit Saudi Arabia, look around and wonder, it's like a whole country full of pirates. Hook <laughs> <laughs> hands, peg legs, eye patches. <laughs> you, just, you walk around and you just dance around like like a, and a parrot for you, and a parrot for you, and a parrot for you. <laughs> They're already in very billowy clothing. You know what I mean? Loose fitting clothing. Dude, they would have you walk in the plank. And by walking the plank, I mean they would just behead you. They would just cut off a yeah. part of your very body. Very few people are getting beheaded. But it's very few. Very <laughs> few. Don't worry. Don't you worry your pretty little head <laughs> that I may take a, off It's mainly it. a deterrent beheading. It's a deterrent for you to not get your head chopped off. <laughs> you won't do that again, will you? Hey. I love the fact. It's like, yeah, you know. Um, getting your hands chopped off isn't a deterrent because if your hands are chopped off, what the fuck are you going to steal? You know what I mean? like, like you're the fucking clumsiest pickpocket in the world with a stump. You just like try to grab shit like out of, like with your mouth. like, Or you're using your prosthetic hand to reach in there and grab a, like with a hook. The best you could do is like steal a bratwurst from everybody, somebody else's plate. Like that that's the best be you could do. That would actually be super convenient because you can make s'mores like without the stick. You could totally make Just, s'mores. You'd that would be, be fun. great. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can't manipulate your environment, but you can fucking make s'mores. Yeah, and if you had a mirror, you could do your own dental work. There you go. I you mean, know what I mean, like you just take the tartar right off your teeth. You know, I think people focus on the downsides yeah, of no kidding, being forcibly right? amputated. Individualism of feminism has been devastating to this country. Dave, I, I'd say you ought to say no to the Girl Scout cookies, too. I mean, I don't want to support lesbianism. I, I don't want to support Planned Parenthood, and I don't want to support abortion. And if that be the case, I'm not buying Girl Scout cookies. Now, I suppose if, if you take a big, fat, black, black magic marker and say, here, give me that box, and you start marking out all of the references to the Girl Scouts of America on all the boxes... Then, then maybe we're not promoting that organization anymore, and, and I'd be willing to buy it, okay? Maybe so. Maybe it's not food offered idols anymore if I have the opportunity to scratch out references to the Girl Scouts of America on the boxes of the Girl Scout cookies offered to me at Safeway. Those are some pretty expensive cookies you're eating, though. Yeah, that's true. And, and you have to, at some point, a Christian has to say, the earth is the Lord's and, and the fullness thereof. I understand thereof. that. And, I understand that, but and I just where don't, you spend I, your money, actually, you know, it does count. It does, and I don't want to promote 
a wicked organization that no. is, according to its own website, doesn't promote godly womanhood. It just doesn't. I, I don't see anything that promotes godly womanhood. I, the vision of the Girl Scouts of America is antithetical to a biblical vision for womanhood, friends. It's antithetical to it. Please, I beg of you, do not buy Girl Scout cookies. Please, I beg of you. Stop buying Girl Scout cookies. And if you do, take a big black magic marker and, and cross out every reference to Girl Scouts of America and all the signs and all the boxes. Because we don't want to promote that organization. So this next story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, Kevin Swanson begs you not to buy communist lesbian Girl Scout cookies. Whew. Where do you even start with this one? <laughs> I, where the fuck do you start with this one? This guy is a just he's a just a joy to listen to. His anti-feminism rant is one of the like top 10 most utterly disconnected from reality rants I have ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, this guy he's got this great bit here where he's talking about in the very beginning. I'm going to read this is him basically saying this he says um, I beg of you to stop buying Girl Scout cookies. But if they do, he said, th- they should take a big fat black magic marker and start marking out all the references to the Girl Scouts of America on the boxes. Swanson warned that wicked Girl Scouts are promoting lesbian and abortion, calling their cookies food offered to idols. <laughs> and, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, OK, so let's say you don't support the Girl Scouts of America. Let's say, you know what? I don't support your feminist ideals. I don't I don't support those ideals, so I'm not going to I'm not going to buy Girl Scout cookies. Well, you know what? Actually, I really love your cookies. I, I there's no way I can stop buying your fucking cookies. <laughs> no. Like there's no way I have to get a box of like samosas and like a fucking like a thin mint. I have to shove like ah oh, like shove them in my mouth. So the bad. The strength of my convictions is not as strong yeah. as my belly. <laughs> exactly. Like I, I just don't have the willpower. So I will give you the money, but I'm just going to take a black magic marker and write on your box covering up. Because what I do with the Girl Scout cookies, you know, what you do with the money is not promote your organization. No, no. that's that's ridiculous. No. no, the money just goes to wherever. Basically, who cares? Buys Doesn't more matter. cookies. Yeah, buys, it basically makes more cookies so you could sell more cookies. What really matters is the box because somehow <laughs> I walk down the street with the box to show people how proud I am that I bought your cookies. And because nobody else has ever heard of the Girl Scouts of America, then they wouldn't know, obviously would have no idea about where I got them from if I wrote on the box. <laughs> they would be like, man, where'd you get those? Co- what kind of weird box is that? That's weird. Did you get those from Jewel or like like 7-Eleven? Because you like scratched all over the box and they look fucking like Thin Mints. <laughs> but, you know, maybe the, like what the fuck? Are you serious? You're going to give them money and then write on the box? Why wouldn't you just take them home? Go in the bathroom, shut and lock the door, and eat them in fucking shame like everyone else. Like just, <laughs> just be like everyone else, damn it. <laughs> just, just sit in the dark, eating your fucking box of Samoas in the dark, like all the rest of us fat fucks. Like that's what you're supposed to do. Like, Are they Samoas? I don't know. Are they samosas? I thought they're samosas. I, if they're Samoans, that's even better. <laughs> that I would be delicious. Like, like I'll have seven. 
Samoans. Samoa. Samoa. Samoas. Samoa. That's what I said. Samoas. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I said samosas, which is like a an Indian food. That makes it. I can't get. I get that and mimosa mixed up. So like the girls got to sell mimosas. You're like, well, that does sound refreshing. That's that's nice. I'll take one. Yeah, they have a they have a samosa stand or a, you know, a mimosa stand instead of a- that would be fucking terrific. It's just what they should have is a Samoas, Samoans, mimosas, and samosas stand. So it's just they have Samoans serving it's you Samoans. Samoas and samosas with a mimosa to drink. Is that the most culturally confusing stand? <laughs> The Samoans got to be a lesbian. <laughs> when you buy, when you're trying desperately, like take a marker and write on your mimosa. It's just coming off. It's not working, damn it! Oh, oh that that mimosa is a dyke drink anyway. Come on now. Oh, this, this story's off the rails. We, we've lost the story. It's off the rails. <laughs> Come back. Oh, shit. Uh, I have fucking navigated away from this story. Uh, no, I think this guy's so crazy, though. He talks about the, like, first he talks about how he bags on feminism for a while. But, you know, he also bags on the reason why he calls them like a like a feminist uh, lesbian organization is because I guess that they had the first openly homosexual mayor talk at their at one of their like shindigs or whatever right. their fucking jubilees or whatever they have I don't know. <laughs> they had a, they had her talk there and it's like that's a condemnation of the entire group yeah whoever you invite like somebody came to your like no matter how crazy you are just the fact that a person arrived at your organization and had a talk like you're not just automatically aligned with everything they do and say i know i mean that's not how like, you could never have any speaker to a place if that was the case. Like, nobody would ever be allowed to be at a place. Because there's always going to be something you disagree with. Like, w- whether it's, you know, the relative merits of Pulp Fiction. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not like you, like, it's like you had somebody come over and they're like, I liked Inglorious Bastards. And you're like, fuck, I had him speak in my fucking graduation. So now I like that movie, too. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't think I liked it. Shit, right. what else do I like? Yeah. like? We like lima beans. Like, fuck it, I hated those yesterday. <laughs> God, you're blowing my mind. Well, that's why there's so many gays out there is because Dan Savage has been giving talks for years. Just and every everyone. time he gives a talk, everybody in the audience turns gay. Just immediately. What about Anderson Cooper? Oh, jeez. I mean, he's How just How many people them. is he reaching? The country is doomed. <laughs> it's going to be like... Uh, uh, children of men you know like nobody's gonna be able to reproduce (laughs) that's because we're all the gays i know god it's gonna be the worst i'll tell you what though i'm looking at this samoa cookie yeah that's a good looking cookie dude i fucking love that cookie (laughs) cookie is good that cookie's not allowed in my house yeah i don't i i don't definitely don't eat those in shame i just eat them by the handful I, I will eat the entire box of those cookies. Oh, come, a box? What are you, a fucking beginner? <laughs> I pour them in a bowl like what breakfast you, cereal. Yeah, fucking <laughs> it, man. I just have an enormous bowl at my work, like that I use that other people might use for fruit. I just pour <laughs> smokes in there. It's just, and it's just shit. toppling with them every day. But every day when I walk out of there, it's empty. 
Well, you don't walk out of places. Every day we do fucking rascal I, scooter out of there. Who are you kidding? I get my little scooter running. <laughs> the one of the beeps when you go back. Beep, they beep. had to widen the hall for me at work. <laughs> they had to move you to the first floor. <laughs> so now we're going to take a break. Um, and then we are just going to fuck up the rest of this thing. It's off the rails. going to talk about any of the stories. Want to get in touch with the show? Send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Like the podcast page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dissonance pod, or just type cognitive dissonance into the Facebook search bar. Want your voice featured on our show? Leave a short message on our Google Voice at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Visit DissonancePod.com to see the news stories featured in the show, buy apps and merchandise, or just leave a comment. And to everyone who helps spread the word about the show by sharing it, tweeting it, and rating it on iTunes, glory hole, you fucking rock. So this story also comes from ABC News. Let's see if it just fucking plays video at me. No, fine. Let's me talk about it. Oklahoma judge sentences teen to church for 10 years. Uh, Hmm. Fuck you, dude. That sucks. Um, this judge, Mike Norman, uh, decided that a teen offender who got into a drunken car accident and killed his friend, um, that the right way to treat that situation would be to sentence him to 10 years of church, among other things. Doesn't it, doesn't it give you like the fucking message that church is a punishment? Yeah. If you're trying to promote church, maybe you shouldn't treat it like the fucking next worst thing to prison. <laughs> didn't they used to do this like back in the day like you can like go to jail or like sign up for the fucking army and go fight in the war yeah or like become a pirate or something <laughs> <laughs> yar are you ready happened? to take your whooping like, yeah no why don't they just why can't we just be civilized and chop his hand off right well we you don't chop I mean? a lot of his hands off yeah maybe like his one of one leg and an arm up to the elbow let's say <laughs> arm up to the elbow <laughs> fuck <laughs> shit i want to read part of what this guy had to say because i thought it was pretty awesome uh, he says, I'm not going to be uh, automatic, I guarantee you. It's not going to be automatic, I guarantee you, Norman said, of the church sentence on the fut- and the future manslaughter charges. He says, and there are a lot of people who say that I can't do what I did. They're telling me I can't legally sentence someone to church. <laughs> and the first thing about my head has been probably saying something like, there's a bunch of law talking people around I saying I can't do what I've done. <laughs> well, I say I already done it. <laughs> I already done done it. This guy is awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of people saying that you can't do it because it's not a thing you should be doing. How? You know, sentencing someone to church. Because what if he likes church? Like, you know, I don't know anybody who's like, yeah, I'm going to get up in the morning and Sunday, you know, before breakfast and head on over to prison. Right. Nobody says that. Right. Nobody's like, man, I'm going to go on over there and spend a couple hours in prison. Then come home and have a big bacon-filled breakfast. Nobody says that. Yeah, we're going to go to the IHOP after prison today. So yeah, no. Make sure no. to wear your fucking prison vest. Yeah, your <laughs> prison vest. <laughs> well, I mean, this is just such a I – mean, obviously what he's saying here is that the church will reform this kid. 
Right, right. right. That's, that's, the, that's the thing, right? The church will reform him. If he goes to church, this will make him a better, stronger, more moral character. Like, this will build him into, he'll find God, and by in that process of finding God, he will become a better man. Like, he will become somebody who makes better choices. Except for we know that doesn't work. Like, we know that that doesn't work. Like, there's, there's a fucking a gabrillion points of evidence that that just is not really a thing. That you can fucking go to church and then shoot somebody immediately afterward. You can go to church and fucking rape little kids when you work at the church. Like, it does not make you a better person to attend a church. And plus, if all you have to do is attend to the church... And you get to stay out of jail. It doesn't even mean that you have to pay attention. You don't have to be polite. You don't even have to be respectful in the church. I could fucking show up to the church and treat it like this podcast. <laughs> I can't think of anything I treat with less respect than this podcast. Yes, that's true. Other than your body, maybe. Oh, oh yes. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little something here that I, I probably shouldn't do, but I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate. I don't know that you're going to get any better in prison either. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Like, yeah. but at least it's punitive, right? So that's right. the thing that we're do- we're talking about here is like our prison system in general is not a uh, rehabilitation type system. It's not made for rehabilitation. Now there are rehabilitation stories that come out of prison, and people do rehabilitate while they're in there. But that's not the purpose of prison. The purpose of prison there's two purposes. One, it's to make us feel better about them. Uh, serving time, right? So we feel better about making sure that their life is fucked up now. Um, and we prove that by not hiring them after they come out. Right. And then, <laughs> and then secondly, uh, we also use them to build things, right? So we have a, a large slave labor oh, group to put to, you know, basically we, we basically have free slave labor. Well, not free. It's not free. We pay them pennies on the hour, but still it's almost free. Let's call it indentured servitude. Um, so those are the two main reasons that prison is the way it is in our country. This in some ways feels like he's trying to rehabilitate the kid. He's trying to say, I think that there's something worth saving here. I don't think this kid deserves prison. I think he should be rehabilitated. Now, you could argue that there are better rehabilitation programs out there. There's probably a better rehabilitation program, you know, even when you come down to it, just even looking at like, you know, substance abuse or whatever other things that you want to do. Um, you know, even community service to me feels like it would be better than sending him to church. But – uh, but at least he's not just, you know, punitively damaged. You know, does, that, does that make any sense? Yeah. I, look, <clears throat> I actually think the judge's heart is in the right place, right? Like he sees this kid. This kid's a teenager. I mean, let's be honest. What did he do that many of us didn't do? The only part that he didn't do, many of us have gotten drunk in our teens. Many of us have driven cars when we were drunk in our teens. So, I mean, that's just a thing that many of us have done. The difference here is that it went too far with this kid. Now, you know, do I think that he that we should throw his life in the fucking toilet by throwing him in prison? I actually don't think so. No. Um, but, yeah, community service would be better. Like, hey, go build fucking houses for the next five years with Habitat for Humanity or something. You know, like, j- do any kind of community service, like any kind of volunteer work. And if he chooses to do that through a church, who gives a shit? I don't care. But when he specifically sentences him to church... It's a yeah. clear violation of the separation of church and state. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I no, mean, I, I totally insane. see that. Yeah. 
No, I, and I agree, and I agree. I think that that is the that's the part that sticks with me too, is because it feels like he could be doing so many other things to help him. Sensing, sentencing the church doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be helped in any way. Um, if you're looking to help him, then try to help him. Uh, try to make sure that he's going to do the right. Because I, I could see him, you know, working uh, working at like a place where they they have some sort of uh, outreach for people who've lost loved ones in car accidents or something you know sure, or something like right. that you know that would be you know it'd be a heart-wrenching thing for him to do every week but he did you, you know fucking a man it's you know you killed somebody so let's let's start you know paying that back in some way but to say like i mean i i, I think that i think that to to say you should go to church is like you say it's it's a it's a clear violation and this guy you know I think he recognizes it as clear violation, but he's just saying, I dare you to come push me off my stuff. Exactly. Exactly. He's like, he looks around. He's like, I'm in Oklahoma. Yeah. I'm pretty fucking safe here. I'm getting reelected. Right. (laughs) If if you follow sports much, you'll notice that that there are almost no homosexual athletes in, in the major sports. Right. Uh, you know, certainly not in the professional sports, and and none that I know of in the college sports, except in very very minor roles. And it's it's interesting because you know if you go into any public school, you see like a large percentage of the teachers, at least where I live, are you know are out homosexuals. And I think that you know my my own uh, you know my my own analysis of that is that it's so difficult to become a you know, a, a, uh, an athlete at that level, that the psychological issues going, you know, that, that are going through you in the homosexual uh, lifestyle just don't cut it. Right. You know, and because you just need this, this, this you know, very high degree of... of Stability. Ability, let's, let's... alertness, yes. you know, everything else. Right. And so, so you see almost no uh, athletes you know, homosexual in, in the professional sports or the, the high level, you know, the, the you know, football leagues or baseball or anything like that. Almost none. So this next story comes from Right Wing Watch. Um, Kamanker, 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 Sore. <laughs> Victims of gay bashing had it coming. Brian Kankersore of Mass Resistance. Chatted with Mission America's Linda Harvey over the weekend to discuss this article about how gay rights activists and athletes will smuggle pro-LGBT propaganda into Russia during the Olympics. Russia's got some problems with the uh, homosexual community lately in that they're virulently, virulently, you came close. Yeah. Aggressively. I'm not even gonna try. Now you almost fucking... that shit or whatever. Porky Pig did. I don't know who used to do that with the. I think it was, it was Porky, Porky Pig. Pig. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's apt. Anyway, go I mean, ahead. Yeah. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks. I mean, your the accuracy of your analogy frightens yeah. and di- yeah. disturbs me. So. Um, like Russia has gone like like full on fucking gay bashing crazy in the last several years. Yeah. I mean, like just fucking lunatic crazy on this shit. I uh, yeah. That, that we're looking to Russia? Like, Russia was our enemy for, like, 60 years. And, like, now, like, the, the fucking evangelicals are looking to places like Uganda and Russia as their shining fucking stars? What the fuck have you picked? Yeah, I uh, this, is, this is the craziest thing. Did you... Did, like, 
when played when he started this the thing about the sports where he's like if you follow sports you'll notice that there are almost no homosexual athletes in major sports then he goes on to say like there's a lot of homosexual teachers and he's basically saying like there's a high degree of stability alertness and everything else so you see almost no athletes you know homosexuals in the professional sports at a high level he's basically just basically saying like like teachers, oh, they're gay like crazy because that shit doesn't require anything. <laughs> right. But when you require some sort of physical, mental, high degree of stability and alertness, oh, you can't be gay. I mean, come on. There's no way you're a gay person. I like, too, that, that like he's like that the schools, any public school, you see a large percentage of the teachers are out homeless. A large percentage. Large percentage. Of the teachers. I'm going to guess it's like 4 to 6%, like the right. rest of the fucking like the general population. The, yeah. Right. I think it's funny, too. Like, people are saying, you know, there's no gay – there's not a lot of gay athletes. And you're like, well, get, athletes don't take up a large portion of the population. Like, they're a small subsect. And if you – I bet you probably – you know, maybe there's not many many out ones, but there's gay athletes. Oh, for fucking certain, man. Yeah, I and know that there's out, there's a few out ones, but there's I think that there's and there's a lot more out ones I think in the Olympics than there are in other in other groups. I think you know there was just recently an out NBA player. I know that that uh, they were upset about uh, one of those uh, one, an out NFL player that was that was gay. So there's been people that have come out in. Uh, in some some of the sports, there's an out MMA, a girl in MMA. There's a girl who's out and she's in MMA. So, you know, the, the thing is that there's a million reasons why a professional or semi-professional athlete who is a homosexual would be fucking quiet about that shit. Because there's a certain culture of athletics, like there's like a, especially in male athletics, there's a certain like aggressive, overly machismo filled culture that is. Uh, pretty retroactive in a lot like, like it, that's the wrong word i can't fucking speak today cecil it's it, it's pretty regressive in a lot of ways um and and that culture is not going to generally speaking embrace somebody coming out that's why it was a big deal when somebody come you know like i even heard i don't follow fucking sports i heard about the nba player that came out not that long ago it shouldn't yeah. be a big deal but it's a big deal because that's you know culturally in the sports world that's just not an accepted thing to do. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's got to be a big part of the reason. But regardless, what the fuck is this guy on about? He starts talking about the homophobic beatings, like people beating people up. And I'm going to read directly from this article. It says, Harvey defended Russia's new anti-gay laws and insisted that no logical person would believe such laws are related to the rise in homophobic violence, doubting that such violence is even occurring. On the other hand, this guy didn't doubt that violence directed at gay people in Russia is taking place, but said that it is the fault of the gay people. If you're going to do something like that, and this is quoting this douchebag in quotes right now, if if you're going to do something like like that, most of the population considers bad or immoral or disgusting in public. You're going to get a certain reaction. They think that they can push as far as they can, and sometimes you just can't do it. And it's like, are you fucking serious? First you say, well, come on. I mean, they're not beating people up. But the ones that are getting beat up fucking deserve it. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, you know, can you imagine what you have to do to deserve just getting beaten like, just getting beaten in the street. Like, if I walked down the street and I was like, I disagree with your views. If that was enough for somebody to just, like, run over and be like, well, he disagreed with me, so I fucking beat the shit out of him. 
Because I've seen these news stories. These people, I mean, people are getting set upon. They're getting yeah. attacked by gangs yeah. of thugs. They're getting raped uh, with like broomsticks and bottles and beaten in public parks. It's not a minor, like, it's not like they're getting like, you know, pushed around in a bully circle, you know, and taunted and made to lick a frozen fucking fence pole. Like, this yeah. isn't like Christmas story beat up. Like, this is, holy shit, I got a brain bleed beat up. Yeah. Um, you, there's no way you can provoke that. You cannot provoke that. And the way they're provoking it, you know, and this guy even says, like, they're walking around, like, you know, like, being affectionate with their loved ones. Grr. Yeah. Like, what? Can you imagine if you walk down the street and you're like, got your arm around your wife and somebody's like, I don't like men and women together. Swap. Hit you with a baseball bat or something. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's you're right. It's totally insane. And, and you know. What's the worst thing that happens to somebody if they see someone else showing affection to someone else? What's the worst thing that happens? You need some eye bleach, right? You go, oh, God, I didn't want to see that. Get a room. Is that the, That's the worst thing that happens to you. Right. Because you saw something that you don't agree with. That, and your day moves on, right? You're just yeah. like – because there's an easy solution, right? Like if you don't want to see something, fucking turn your head a little bit. Like we are not – like we don't have fucking omnidirectional eyes that don't close. Yeah. You just fucking turn your head like, oh, they're, you know, like, you know, I don't care who the couple is. Like, I don't like to see like if I look over and like just two people are making out, I'm like a sure. little uncomfortable. I like turn my sure. head. I'm like, mm, That's a private moment. I don't I don't need to be a part of your private moment. I'm that's makes me mildly uncomfortable. So I just turn my head and then, it, and then I don't think about it anymore. I'm like, oh, I turn my head. Time to go get coffee or read a book or carry on with my life. At no point am I like, yeah. oh, I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm going to call all my friends so we can set upon them like thugs. You know, the liberals, the so-called socialists, the progressives, they've moved away from God. And when you move away from God, then you say, oh, we're humanists. And then as a result of humanity and rejecting God, you have the orgy of the French Revolution. You have the, the guillotine cutting off the heads of thousands of people. You have the same thing going on now in Europe. You had it under the Nazis. You, why can't we come back to the fact that God loves people? And this comes from the raw story. Oh, Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson predicts Nazis and guillotines because of atheists rejecting God. Oh, Pat Robertson. Um, <laughs> just so fucking crazy. Uh, he, during a Monday report about a bill in Belgium that would expand the country's euthanasia law to terminally ill children, Robertson said that, Nazi, that the Nazi Germany spirit of death still existed in Europe today. So I guess the... Uh, humane, consensual ending of a human life under closely guarded watch um, by a physician is exactly the same thing as Nazi Germany. That Those are analogies you can make, Cecil. That yeah, is yeah. accurate. You know, people don't know this. It's a little known secret, but all the Jews had cancer. <laughs> just all, they were just all, all, all of them. Oh, Every fuck. single one of them had cancer. Yeah, they all and had Lou Gehrig's disease too. They just did. To make they it all worse. had, yeah. and they had like like it was all like stage four pancreatic cancer too. It was like I mean it was really bad. Oh, so basically, right. they just put them in the in the showers. They gave them the Zyklon B to to just help them on their path. It's this. It, they call it in 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 in, uh, in German the spirit of death. I don't know if you knew this, but that's what they call it, is the spirit of death. So 
It's just like a nice way to say euthanasia. The Cyclone B was just just overwrought chemo. That's all that it was. Yeah, just, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, in the same way that the uh, bomb in Nagasaki was just uh, radiation therapy. Yeah, that's exactly. The same thing. That's exactly like, it. It's just cancer treatment centers. That's all it is. <laughs> that's all it is. Just, we're, just, we're doing a little cancer treatment. And the thing is that it works because when it's over, they don't have any more cancer. No. Like all, all the cancer, the cancer cells is gone. Yeah. All the cancer is gone from everywhere in Japan. They haven't had a case of cancer in a <laughs> long time there. You want to cure cancer, drop an atomic bomb. <laughs> just, <laughs> just call no scientist ever. <laughs> I love this. I'm going to read what he – because we just played what he said, but I'm going to read it. It says, you know the liberals, the so-called socialists, the progressives? They moved away from God. And when you move away from God and you say we're humanists, then as a result of humanity and rejecting God, you have an orgy of the French Revolution. And I suddenly I've never been so interested in pictures from the French Revolution. You have the guillotine cutting off people's heads of thousands of people. Heads of thousands of people is what he says. The guillotine cutting off heads of thousands. Like suddenly uh, this entire world that is slowly and slowly, slowly going toward no death penalty, right? That basically different countries are phasing it out. They don't don't think it's necessary. Suddenly because of social socialism and the orgy that we have in French Revolution clothes – uh, we all decide it's time to start lopping people's heads off again. Thousands of people's heads off. Did, are, are you? Am I the only one who, when I when I heard that, I just pictured the guillotine on its own, moving through the streets, just <laughs> like cutting, running around, right? Just like this roving guillotine, just chopping heads off. Like, ah, I'm so hungry. Chop, chop. Like, people are running down the street in terror from the guillotine. Fucking, what's going on? The socialists, the guillotines have come alive. Yeah. There's no guillotines, Pat. Like, that's not a thing anymore. Well, they, and the, you know, the, the worst thing you have is the finger chopper offer in, in Iran. You right. know what I mean? Like, that's as close as we get now. You know, they don't even need guillotines in some of those countries. They just use swords to chop people's <laughs> no heads off. <laughs> um, I want to get back. I want to get to his finishing lines, though. He says, you have the same thing going on now in Europe. You had it. You had it under the Nazis. That's where he brings in. He's got to bring in the Nazis. Right. Um, but then he says, why can't we come back to the fact that God loves people? God loves people so much. He infects them with cancer. <laughs> they have some debilitating children. He doesn't. It's not just people, right? It's not just like fucking. Oh, I'm an old man. I got cancer. Oh, I'm gonna die. Okay. No, this is a fucking kid. And you're like, okay. Well, kids got cancer. Oh well. Yeah. You know, it's so sad. He's gonna die some horrible fucking way where he basically fucking vomits his fucking insides out. Yeah, we can maybe make that a little easier. But God loves him so much. He wants to suffer. We. He wants him to suffer through every moment of that Ugh. shitty illness. All right, so uh, you may notice a difference in Tom and I's voice between the previous bit that we recorded and this bit. Uh, we had a catastrophic failure <laughs> worth of <laughs> recording the other night when we were doing the email section. So we are up relatively early morning at this point <laughs> for a Sunday <laughs> after a party and uh, a little worse for wear. But we are going to do a talk a little bit about some emails that we got and then uh, quietly 
go gorge ourselves and nap for the rest of the day. Yeah, this is probably to everybody's advantage. Yeah. <laughs> like, to, at, at this point, I'm only functioning at, like, 30%. Right. So, and that's that's tops, as opposed to the 37% I usually bring to the show. <laughs> so. Yeah, Tom is in, he's in Top Gun form this morning. So I'm we're in gonna... recovery mode. That's what I'm in. Like, I, somebody fucking booted me up in recovery mode, and I'm just waiting. Like, yeah. All cylinders are not firing here. So <laughs> you had the blue screen of death for several nights in a row. So, <laughs> so we're going to get started with the email. We want to uh, just say hello to Stuart, who runs a podcast called Exposing Pseudo Astronomy. Stuart, and uh, so we've been talking a little bit about uh, possibly doing a, a short commercial promo for his show. And, uh, and we just wanted to say hello to Stuart. And if you haven't checked out Exposing Pseudo Astronomy, you should. We will. I'm going to see if I can find a link and post it on this week's show notes. So if you get a chance to take a look, it's episode whatever the fuck I said the episode was at the beginning of the show because I don't even remember. <laughs> at this point, it's my 120. Job to forget the is basics. it 22, 21, something like that? My friend, 122. 122. Yeah. Okay, so it's 122. Uh, check out the show notes and and uh, check out Stewart's podcast. We also got an email from uh, from the Atheism 101 podcast, Matt and Tim. And they said uh, the reason why they contacted us uh, basically is because they have referenced cognitive distance about three times now. So whenever I guess whenever people search, they will find us as well. And he said, so you can thank us for the one to 16 listeners. And Tom and I have noticed a bump. I mean, we've noticed it's pretty much our listenership. Yeah, it's tripled our listenership. So thank you very much (laughs) for the the huge bump. Good luck. Atheism 101. That's awesome. I think that's, you know, that's, it's fucking vital. We get an email from Peace, and Peace uh, says that uh, she's an African American male. Not a male, a female. It's early morning. It's like (laughs) one o'clock. It's It's one o'clock. She's not a male. There's a fee in there. Uh, And I'm also referring to him as she. So I think that she should be the. the <laughs> the pronoun that I'm using. Okay, let's just do all that African American female. We got and, the African American uh, part right. I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, I'm good there. I rolled that in, but the fee in front of the male was missing. Uh, born and raised in the church, and was extremely hard to break out of the of the Christian metal change. But a website greatly helped her uh, with the deconversion, and it's the Brick Testament. So we're going to put a, a link to the Brick Testament. Tom had never seen the Brick Testament before. I hadn't, and I checked it out actually, um, and, I, and I watched it the, after the first time we tried to record the email section. I watched uh, probably 15 minutes of it that evening, maybe 20 minutes of it. Um, it it's funny as hell. Yeah, it is. Like, it's awesome to see, because you read that stuff, and it's just like, those are just some stuff. So, like, that's just a crazy story. But even to see it uh, made into life with Lego pieces, which is, you know, clearly absurdist, but... You see it and you're like, well, that's not a moral good. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys you can't slaughter people like that and be yeah. a good book. Yeah, so thank you uh, for, for suggesting it. We'll put it on episode, uh, what is it, 22? 122. 122. Not 22. We're not regressing that No, badly. No, we're not no. that. Even though people are necro-posting from like episode 50 yeah, on, right. our, <laughs> on our comments. We got like, criticized. For something that happened seventy-two weeks ago, <laughs> I know. I was like June hmm. of two thousand twelve. Like I don't I, even fucking remember. Like I fucking got married 
in June, and I don't even remember like what I did on my anniversary, June of 2012. Oh, uh, so uh, we also got an email email for a T-shirt idea, Tom, which I think is pretty hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, the, the front of the T-shirt would say, "I got blank by a priest," and then the back of it would say, "Blessed." Why would it be anything else? <laughs> and if T-shirts didn't cost you know seventy dollars to get one proofed out then we would probably create that T-shirt. But that they cost so great. much money and we never recoup that fund because right. people don't <laughs> buy enough T-shirts to actually cover the funds. So we make new T-shirts. People buy three of them and then we're like, oh, well, great. We've netted $7 and we're out 80 <laughs> So T-shirts are not a good business decision, it turns out. We've got to sell them into big arenas when we sell yeah, out the huge big arenas. <laughs> You know, like when we take this shit on the road. Yeah, when we go on tour with Aerosmith and other has-beens. We can We're go. opening for the Stones. Yeah. <laughs> We're both as visually unappealing as the Stones. Right, so. no kidding. Like, that's why you go on tour with them. Because you're just yeah. like, it makes no difference yeah, what right. horror show I have done to my body. Like what? Whatever terrible abuses that my body has graciously agreed to suffer pale in comparison to that fucking walking mummy up there. <laughs> it's like Mumra. That's awesome. There was a picture of Steven Tyler recently, and it was like him, like with his hair pulled back and his and his face because he's had all that plastic surgery. He looked like a chick, man. <laughs> he looked straight up like a chick. That's awesome. That's great. I know he's not in the Stones, but he's in the same sort of handbag face. Yeah, it's like that. a handbag. <laughs> they're all in the Louis Vuitton uh, they group. Are. Right. So, Tom, uh, we got a comment on our frequently asked questions that you wanted to address. Yeah, so we got a, a, a comment said, um, one comment in a recent episode, he talked about Orthodox Jews kidnapping and torturing husbands who refused to grant their wives a divorce. He described the perps as Jew thugs. You also use the phrase Jew divorce. Um, I think you should be careful about the Jew X phraseology. Uh, calling someone a Jewish boy is fine. Calling them a Jew boy is a slur. I suspect that if you asked 100 Jews what they felt about your use of Jew thugs and Jew divorce, all of them would take offense. Um, I don't think you intended it in a derogatory way. You were trying to be funny, but use the word Jew in a way that comes across as insulting. Uh, oops, that I didn't know. Um, so uh, we talked about this the first time we recorded and then after and I and before I... I I just didn't know, so yeah. I apologize. I'm not trying to throw out, like... I mean, obviously, I love to insult people, but, like, I'm not trying to do it through the use of slurs. That's that's crude and underhanded, and I'm not, you know, interested in doing that. Um, so, sorry about that. It wasn't my intention. Um, I will uh, make a conscious effort not to do that again. I just, I just didn't really know that that was a thing. So. Yeah, I didn't either. And, you know, I mean, it's not like we received tons of email about it um no, we received a comment right? you know, so hopefully so. people realize that it wasn't meant and i'm glad that somebody pointed out that you know like it is it could be misinterpreted because we've done that before like we did that when we talked about tranny and how that's a that's a derogatory that's term a and how we, I, we didn't realize yeah. it was a it was a it was a slur you know things like that so you know again it's it's uh i don't think jew itself is a slur but i think like he's saying attaching it to another thing saying jew something is a is a slur so we'll we'll try to avoid doing that in the future it's not certainly with no malice in our heart right so it sounds to me like you can use it as a noun but not as an adjective Right. Oh, there you go. That's a so good way to put it. That's kind of. I won't remember that, but that's a good way to put I'm it. If I'm wrong about that, let me know because I don't want to. Yeah. Start fucking slurring it up. So. 
So we got an email from Helen, Tom, and I want you to just read the whole thing and then we'll talk about it. Good afternoon. This is a longtime listener, first-time emailer from New York City. I first want to thank you for your many, many hours of laughs. I'm a grad student who toils in a dark, dank lab for most of my days, and your podcast has helped me stay sane for many of those. You guys are awesome at what you do, or were. Recently, I've been growing more and more weary of your rants against Islam. I was just listening to your latest episode, Burn Spotify, and honestly, what the fuck? I'm very alarmed that you guys don't see that Sam Harris, source of human evil, numbers three and four are the same, just from different perspectives. You guys didn't say it out loud, but basically your message is to fuck moral relativism and stop saying that the Taliban is only a sect of Islam, right? So your rationale is that we should condemn Islam altogether. Well, what do you think Malala is? I know you brought her up as a shining example of what regular Muslims should do and that they should stand against uh, such radicals as the Taliban. I agree with you there. However, the point that you guys always seem to forget is that it's easier said than done. It's easy for us to sit on our fat asses and say that there's not enough Muslim voices against radicalism. But seriously, do you guys really think that you would be able to? This is a complicated issue, and obviously, considering all the facts and perspectives would not make for an entertaining podcast. But if you can't do it justice, just leave it alone. I'm hoping that you guys aren't as simple as you're making yourselves sound. Of course, it's your podcast. You can say whatever the hell you want. I just don't know how much more of your anti-Islam rants I can take. Don't give me that shit that you're not anti-Muslim. When you have to post that as one of your FAQs, you know that you're saying stuff that can easily be interpreted as anti-Islam. Other than that, keep carrying on and bashing on all religions and how senseless it all is. You just go one step too far is all. Warm regards, Helen. So I got a couple things to say, and I'm going to turn it over to Tom. I just want to reference a couple things you said. You say that uh, basically our message is to fuck moral relativism and and stop saying that the, uh, that the Taliban is a sect of Islam. And then you say your rationale is that we should condemn Islam altogether. And I and I will say that one, we said to fuck moral relativism outwardly. That's not our message. You know, it's not basically our message. That is our message. Fuck right. moral relativism, period. That's that. That is a useless thing that does not help anyone. Uh, it makes people feel all it does is allow people to feel guilty when they talk about something that they think is an evil, but they shouldn't be talking about that. They shouldn't be able to condemn it. And I think we should be able to condemn evils when we see them. Uh, also, that's a false choice. It's a false choice fallacy. When you say, well, you either either it's fuck moral relativism and we say that the Taliban isn't a sect, so we basically you're saying that we have to condemn all Islam. No, it's just saying that the Taliban is bigger than a small sect of Islam. And, you know, it doesn't mean that we want to condemn all Muslims. And I'll leave condemning Islam to Tom here in a few seconds. But I will say we don't want to I don't want to condemn all Muslims. And I don't think that I don't think that Tom wants to condemn all Muslims. So let's leave that out on the table. You also say that it's a complicated issue and that if we can't cover it, we can't, you know, that obviously won't make for an interesting podcast, but you can't do it justice. Leave it alone. I think that we do do it justice, and I don't think it's as complicated as you're making it out to be. The people from the Taliban got on a bus and shot a young girl in the face for promoting Western thinking. That's what fucking happened, period. So the Taliban, the word Taliban, is de derived from the word Talib, which is a student, a student of Islam. So it's hard to divorce that from the fact that they are following a religious doctrine that says that, you know, their women are so, – are, uh, they should be submissive to the man and they should be submissive in their culture and should not learn. There's a reason why being Western is hated and we can, we can debate that. 
But it specifically has to do with girl book learning here. And if a girl's book learning, she gets shot in the face for it. I don't think that that's a complicated issue. And then you also say at the end, which I take, I think is the is telling. You say, other than that, keep on carrying and bashing on all religions, and how senseless it all is. And it's like it's okay to talk about a kid getting diddled and condemning the church for that, but we can't talk about other people getting fucked by Islam. And I think that that's again, you're this is this is your moral relativism that's coming that's coming out here. You're saying you you feel guilty about us talking about Islam, so you don't want us to talk about Islam. That's what it seems like to me. You know. I'm entirely comfortable with my um, – I can be anti-Islam without being anti-somebody who is Muslim. I'm entirely comfortable making that distinction. Um, one of the things that's in here is, you know, I hope you're not that simple. I, I don't think that I'm simple. Um, I'm able to differentiate the gray here um, and say that I don't think Islam is a set of good ideas. Let's not forget, it's all made up. It's, it's, it's not a true, like it's not one of the great truths. It's made up. It is made fucking up. It's a bunch of fucking bedtime stories with genies and flying horses. And people take it so seriously that someone got shot in the face. People take it so seriously that we, we have a story that we're going to talk about in Brunei. A sultan is introducing amputations and stoning amputations and stoning people to death because sure because of sharia law that is the justification this is not a um man they have a rich cultural heritage too and we should respect their tradition of fine arts and architecture and all the wonderful things that the muslim culture has brought to the world so because i respect those i somehow have to also respect or uh, feel uncomfortable criticizing um you know Muslim or Islam in general. Uh, fuck that noise. Um, I think that, you know, a tremendous amount of the good that has been done by Muslim people across the world, which is inestimable. I mean, it is a tremendous amount of good, um, is in defiance of Islam. Islam holds the world back. It is a set of bad ideas made up out of whole cloth as a fiction. And a result of that fiction is you know, Saudi Arabia, where people are fucking beheaded, where there is no system of actual written laws. Um, it's women wearing burqas. That is a thing. That's half a population of many countries, of entire people, half of their population, systematically disenfranchised for generations. And I am supposed to look at that and say, I can't judge that because I'm part of a Western tradition or rather than this Middle Eastern. Yeah. Fuck that noise. <laughs> I'm okay with saying I'm anti-Islam. Islam right. is a set of made-up beliefs that hurt people. I'm not anti an individual who happens to be Muslim. I don't give a fuck. You, you're, if you're a good person and you're Muslim, you're a good person and you're Muslim. And we can hang out together. I'll you know, have you to my house and we'll not drink beer together. That's cool. <laughs> For real. Like, I, I right. could give two oh, fucks, absolutely. right? But if you are promoting an agenda that hurts people, that uh, seeks to make justifications for violence and disenfranchisement, then I will fucking drop my nuts in your mouth all day. <laughs> and I think there's value to that. Yeah. I, I think, too, you know, it's not just it's not just Islam. It's religion, because right. I look at the other things, you know, there's a they're they're using 
uh, religion, in this case, to disenfranchise women. Well, what about all the people over here that are using religion to disenfranchise homosexuals? Fuck right. you. Right. Fuck you. You don't get to do that. What about all the people who use that that religion to fucking somehow hoard all the pedophiles in one spot where they can fucking just have a fucking titty, a fucking kitty ditty cardling, cardinal, cardinal fucking ride where they're just like, hey, it's carnival time. Fucking put your balls in my hands. Like, are you serious? Like, I'm not supposed to look at that and be like, hey, that's kind of some shady shit that you guys seem to fucking play fucking. It's like a fucking shell game with fucking priests, man, where they're just moving around. Where's the fucking diddler? Where's the diddler? Is he under shell number one, shell number two. Like, you know, that's some fucking horrible shit. (laughs) Three diddler money. Seriously, though, it's like it's it's I should be able to point that shit out and say that shit is wrong. You know, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to apologize for anything I've said about like Islam in the past. And you're right. I don't have any. The thing is, is I could sit down with a Catholic. I could sit down with a Protestant. I could sit down with a Muslim. And I can have a conversation and not prejudge those people at all, period, in any way. The moment they start making their claims and having their ideas speak for them, then I'll judge them accordingly. So if a guy is Muslim and sits down with me and and we start talking, he's like, yeah, I don't agree with, you know, I think women should have as much rights as men, blah, blah, blah. Totally cool. But if he starts saying all this crazy shit like – I'm totally fine with amputations. I think you're a crazy person. Right. And I'm allowed to individually think people are crazy if they think amputations are a thing we should be doing. So, you know, I just feel like, you know, you want to apologize. There's a, there's this sort of feeling that we have because, we're you know, we're currently slaughtering, you know, a lot of people with fucking drone strikes and whatnot that we feel guilty. And we want to say, oh, we're so sorry about that. So, we're you know, so your rich tradition of fucking murdering your women and stoning them and fucking keeping them on the, uh, you know, completely ignorant is totally fine because, you know, once in a while we're shooting a drone at you. No, that's not fucking the drone strike should be condemned. But so should fucking, you know, basically subjugating half of your population. Yeah, let's treat them as what they are, two separate issues, both of which need condemning. Yeah. But thanks for listening, Helen. Yeah, thanks for the email. I mean, I, I seriously, thanks for the email. You know, yeah. I mean, we'll, we don't agree with it, but Yeah, obviously. we don't agree. And if, it, if that bothers you too much, you know, best of luck. I'm sure there's plenty of podcasts out there that won't do that. You can find those podcasts. I don't know what podcasts those would be, but other podcasts I'm sure would have some funny moments and probably wouldn't uh, trigger your, your moral relativism button. We got an email from uh, – <laughs> this is great. We got an email from, from Mick. This is, this is Mick from Down Under. He sent us, a, <laughs> sent us an email. He says, good day from sunny Sydney, motherfuckers. And then he says, I just want to let you know that we have clinkers in Australia too, except ours is a category of sexual fetish. fetish. Essentially, clinkers are like furries. Except instead of dressing as animals, they dress like Colonel Clink from Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> the only rule is that when you come, you need to shout, Hogan! I love that shit. That shit I've is I've been awesome. doing that for years. Yeah. I thought that was... <laughs> I always go with the, I know nothing. <laughs> I didn't know there was a tunnel here. <laughs> How'd you fit a radio in there? Oh, Jesus. Who else has been used? Don't actually, don't answer that no, question. Don't just, answer that question. Just, yeah. No, we got a we got an email uh, from from Philip and Philip says at the end of the burn Spotify uh, episode where we say uh, non creationists and non fundamentalists do accept revelation as being true. He said growing up basically in that 
non-creationist, non-fundamentalist sect. It was a it was a, a, a Anglican parish. He said, at no time was I told that the earth was 6,000 years old or evolution is wrong, but we certainly did take revelation to be a tad more than metaphorical. And he says, what what kind of fucking metaphor could that LSD trip be? <laughs> I love the idea of that, too. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, we, we got criticized for that revelation episode from a couple of different angles. Um, yeah. And again, it's funny. No, it, no regrets. Yeah, it's funny because people are like, yeah, no, like, yeah, you're right. It's not just creationists that take that book seriously lots of people take that book seriously like sure catholics and other sects i mean people i think that it's a bigger number than the people who think that there was a fucking boat with all kinds of animals on it i yeah. think it's a bigger number than that dude i think so too and it occurred to me too that like if if it was not accepted doctrine that this was a meta that this was a series of metaphysical truths but was in fact a historical document you know referencing some kind of ongoing conflict that would just be removed it would be right. at some point they would have said like well this is not a relevant metaphysical document it's not part of the canon anymore right so we're going to remove it but clearly there is an understanding that this book is supposed to have some kind of spiritual metaphysical relevance um but it's just fuck it's still fucking jabberwocky we got an email we were talking we were talking back and forth with tanner this week tanner is uh it works for secularprogramming.org. And Tanner uh, let us know that Secular Programming is a production company with big plans for the secular and non-believing communities, and it just launched a blog w- network at secularprogramming.org. Uh, and if you go there, you can there's, – there's tons of blogs already on there. Uh, I'm counting two, four, six, seven blogs already on there. So – uh, so go ahead and check it out, secularprogramming.org. Uh, you know, you can check out tons of studies. There's tons of – there's not only podcasts, I think, that are that are linked to this, but there's also other uh, other blogs. So it's going to be a, a nice big network. I think it's going to sort of rival free thought blogs. So go take a look at it if you get a chance. I think it's a great aggregator, So or it will be. I think Tanner's doing good work. So We got an email. I, I don't know that I can read this, Tom, because I'm not good at reading things that are not – well – I mean, I just I don't know that yeah. I can read this aloud. But good well, luck to you. This is um, from this is from Dave. I am your only Aussie listener. <laughs> I know because I roided my kangaroo thirteen hundred twenty two kilometers to my next door neighbor's house, and Bill has never fucking heard of you too. <laughs> I come to cross you two talking when I got bitten on the arse while wrestling a croc, and my arse swelled it up. Swelled it. Swelled it. <laughs> That's how it happens in Australia. They swelled it. Does it does. Oh, you just got my mail order 486DX66 and the interwebs had just arrived. So I turned on my computes and looked up fat asshole and I found you two ranting on about shit. And don't get me wrong, I like what you do. I just don't got one thing. Well, I don't get lots of things, but how come you two are always <laughs> talking about fucking each other's bums through a hole in a wall? I seeked up the glory hole in the Googles and that's what he told me you was talking about. I used to his poofs. I don't care if you is. Uh, my koala is <laughs> my koala is a gable sexual. Gable-sexual is the best that. word ever. It's like Taibo, but it's slapping. It is, yeah, yeah. no. Absolutely. It's it's a it's a dangerous martial art. My, There's my a lot koala. of pelvic thrusting that goes <laughs> gable sexual. And it don't bother me none. So if you two are banging each other's boys' bits, I don't give a shower of sheep shit. But I has to know. What the fuck? Maybe I'll find out more when I tune into a second episode. Your biggest Aussie fan, Dave. 
<laughs> sent from my 486 DX66. That's awesome. I like that during that, you vacillated between an Aussie accent, your own voice, and a Scottish accent. I'll do what I want, sir. <laughs> No, it sounded great. It sounded like like I imagined Dave to sound. You That's sounded, <laughs> you sounded great. This is so crazy. It's yeah, like- I love this. This is good stuff. Gabosexual, yeah. Now, you know, glory hole doesn't have to mean fucking each other's bum, you know. You can be just slobbing a knob through the glory hole. It's- you don't have to actually have intercourse. Actually, I think intercourse might be a little prohibitive because the plywood's in the way. Right, that would be... It's, it's possible, but you have to it's work. Pos- I mean, yeah. I think you need a, you know, you definitely need bigger equipment than what I've been assessed. Because <laughs> you get like a three-quarter inch is- plywood going on. There's not much coming out the other <laughs> it's end. A zero, it's one of those zero-depth pools at that point. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You need a really big hole so they could fit a lot of something in there. <laughs> because I just, I mean, there's there's just not enough... Well, plus the angle, like, because the belly's going to hit the wall first. Absolutely, you yeah. Know, and no. then you got to kind of kick. Yeah. yeah, that's not. I think what you do is you make a shelf in the glory <laughs> hole. You put a little shelf there so the belly can go in, and then a your belly crotchular shelf. region is right in there. A belly Although shelf. I think that the shelf would be a safety hazard if my belly were on it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you're not put, you're not installing it with drywall screws. Yeah, OSHA would saying. definitely OSHA would definitely ask for a railing. I think that thing would have point. to be lag bolted in. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this email section took a lot longer than I thought it would to record it when I said 10 minutes, Tom. Uh, 10 and 30 are the same number. They're close. They're close. They're like- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to wrap this up as fast as possible. So I don't know if I thanked John last week, but I want to thank John, Arthur, and Michael for all uh, giving us their generous donations. We want to thank you very much for the money that you sent. That's going to go a long way to helping uh, keep the podcast running, paying for uh, certain things like hosting and websites. So thank you very much and uh, for donating. And it cheeseburgers and large sweet teas. Right. So thank you very much for uh, for sending those, uh, sending that money, and we appreciate it. This week we did not have DJ Grothy on. Next week we will not have him on either. DJ won't be on next week, mainly because we're going to be having on Peter Bogazian. Peter Bogazian talked at, at TAM. He spoke at TAM. He had a great... Uh, a great bit there what we saw and we really enjoyed. He's going to come on and talk about his new book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, which is available on Amazon. We'll put a link on next week's show notes. Uh, but come back next week for Peter Bogazian. And then hopefully DJ is going to be on sometime in November. We're going to try to get DJ back on. Uh, we hope everything works out with him. And uh, and we're going to try to get him back on so we can talk about the JREF. Uh, but next week, Peter Bogazian. And we're going to leave you, as always, with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy healing, water downward spiral, brain dead pan sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. 
Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.